You shoot me and I'll fucking kill you. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was the first line of this movie that really jumped out to me. Was it really? Yeah. That was That's right. first line. Miss, Mr. <laughs> you shoot me and I'll fucking kill you. Okay, well, that, that leads great great end to my first point but first we should maybe say the name of the movie <laughs> is that how this works uh, i mean i think it's a good idea <laughs> all right well uh we are today talking about uh well first off i guess maybe we should say uh, welcome to Eggcast. yeah welcome 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 and uh today we're talking about Stakeland. this is um vampire zompire 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 movie. Yeah, Zompire movie. movie. You know, after 30 Days yes. a Night went over yeah. so well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I still haven't even edited that fucking... <laughs> oh, wonderful. Thing, yeah. That's good. That's great. Yeah. But, um... Anyways, Stakeland. This is a movie uh came out in 2010. Um, it was an independent film. I thought it was 2011. Uh, Not important. I, I was going to say, I guess I don't know for sure. Don't don't quote me on that um pretty sure 2010 though okay is what i'm going with okay um and uh it was an independent film uh kind of made its rounds in the festival circuit um, i i saw that it's like canadian festivals and i yeah. thought that them trying to get to new eden which is canada which is like yeah have heaven basically it was Canada just kind of stroking themselves off <laughs> a little bit, but I mean, it's funny though. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it was fine. But anyways, um, continue. And uh, yeah, I guess my first—I mean, my first thing that really stood out to me was uh, the Mister character. Yeah, which his so... name is just Mister. I like that. I like his name. I do too. Oh, I do too. But it also kind of lends to the fan theory that I built halfway through this movie. Oh, you made a fan theory. Okay. I mean, I guess I don't know for sure. Like maybe other people have talked about it. Okay. Okay. It's um, something that kind of came to me and I'm developing it as I'm watching the movie. <laughs> like, okay, well that's, you know, a certain scene happens. I'm like, ah, oh, that lends to the, the theory and. The ones that don't lend to it, we won't talk about. So <laughs> I'll just sound like a genius the whole time we're talking about this. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> so Mister is also who I wanted to talk about first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I don't know how I feel about him. I think he was cool. 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 Yeah, absolutely, cool, he's cool, a cool, cool character. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I. I, we had both seen this before. It had yes. been a very long time, but I liked it a lot when I first saw it. Mm. I liked it a little less this time, but I still like it quite a bit. It's still pretty good, pretty solid. The vampire movie. Yeah. Um, like one thing that I uh, I wrote down in my notes, um, which yes, I actually did take notes this time, so I'm hoping yes. to be a little more prepared. Me too. Um, but uh one thing that this movie has going for it is the world building um they spend a solid probably like the first half of the movie really establishing 
the world that we live in, the rules, the um, just kind of helping us understand, okay, this is the situation. What are, are the rules? rules? Right, for this particular <laughs> uh, zombie movie. Um, and we keep saying that because these are vampires, but they act a lot like zombies. They're basically zombies if the only way you could kill them is vampire means and also they can't go out in the sunlight so yeah but other than that they're basically zombies they're mindless things that just eat um so yeah uh yeah i I guess uh to start out the hold on the first back to the world building thing yeah yeah who the fuck is mister and how does he know automatically what exactly to do (laughs) okay so (laughs) that's that's one of the things that i one of the first things that i wrote down um because this movie introduces your main character um as the narrator he's kind of telling telling the audience uh what happened to him he's the main character is this teenager named martin Mm -hmm. uh who kind of introduces the mr character um by telling us the story of what happened to his family, uh, his how parents, he, how he found Mister, yeah, or Mister oh, found how, him. I, I was guess. gonna say how Mister found him, really. Um, and uh, his parents are. He, this is the this is the part that kind of confuses me a little bit, and this is part of the reason why I think my quote unquote fan theory, like. Um, my theory is that we have a very unreliable narrator throughout this whole movie. We don't, we aren't seeing the full story from Martin's point of view mm-hmm. because we're only seeing things from his eyes. We're not getting the full story of what happened. He's kind of filling in the blanks for things that he either didn't see or um, felt guilty about because he's very much an emotional character. He's pretty emotionally driven i feel like mm-hmm. uh, until the he hides really. it he hides it yeah um yeah. and but he is like he cares a lot um and the shit that he's had to see he sees you know his parents get killed um right in front of him his baby sister baby yeah his baby <laughs> sibling his little uh, one that lives with him <laughs> uh is killed in probably the most kick-ass villain introduction in a movie ever (laughs) that first vampire kill is pretty awesome (laughs) pretty sick yeah i love it it's it's super fast-paced and like the editing of it is i think something that caught Mm -hmm. my eye was just like it's super fast-paced you can't quite follow what's going on which is intentional so you know they don't want you to follow it i actually liked it quite a bit and what what happens is martin is in the farm barn with his family it's like a garage barn thing whatever and he leaves to go chase after his dog i think who ran out and after he leaves the vampire comes in and we we don't see it come in or anything we we're in martin's perspective the entire time and his mom like comes crashing through the window and is like, Martin, run, don't come in here and all that. And 
he, of course, he goes in there with Mister, who found him. Right, that's how it happened. Like yeah, Mister comes he's, up to him he, and... he turns around to run into the building, and Mister like tackles him and mm-hmm. tells him, "Don't like they're fucking dead. Don't go in there." Um, and then they both go in there. Then they and... both go in there, and <laughs> yeah, and, and they we see find his dead. Yeah. They find his dead parents, and the vampire is up in the rafters and eating the baby. Yeah, <laughs> which straight is, up. It's very obviously a baby doll, but like I don't care because it's cool. Well, and, and the they, way they show just... a baby. And then right. tr- it drops the baby as soon like as it, the flashlight It literally hits is it. like holding the baby by one arm and it just like the flashlight hits it and he just drops it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's, it's one of those weighted baby dolls. So it has like impact, you know, yeah, so yeah. It, they made it as real as they could. But man, it was, it was dark and mm-hmm. kind of sets up the whole like tone of this movie where like shit's depressing and people are going to die. <laughs> yeah. Um, which we'll get into it later, but that's another big problem I have with the movie is the depressingness of it. <laughs> but like I said, we'll get into it a little bit. I was gonna say, I, yeah. Um, um, this one I kind of actually want to kind of follow a, 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 a linear linear thing, yeah. Because <laughs> most okay. of the time we just kind of ramble and jump back yeah. and forth, and that's true. It's very hard for us, but yeah. Well, because we try. have so much we want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to forget about it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's the setup of this movie, uh, and we'll talk about. I guess we can expand a little bit more on the Mister character. Um, he is a um, old man. Who yeah, knows old man about who vampires knows how to fight vampires, and the but, only real bit of backstory we get on him is um, when they're in one of the lockdown towns. Because uh, so in this world, there are towns that have kind of locked down, and they try to keep the vampires out and um, continue with life as normal, like as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Like that's their sole purpose. They don't want anything to do with the religious fanatics that are out there. They don't want anything to do with the vampires. They try to just live their lives as normal as possible. So they're in like quarantine they have, town, basically. They have shops and farms. And yeah. Just um, normal people things. Right. So in one of those towns, Mr. is talking to a bartender there and the bartender's like, uh, I heard there was a hunter out and about like I thought all you guys were dead and mister says well not yet like that's really the only background we have is like mister is a hunter which is apparently just a person that kills vampires mm-hmm. like why there aren't more of those I don't know I don't know I guess because it is dangerous but yeah they don't they don't give a ton of backstory on him which is fine I don't mind yeah, I, I having like am, ambiguous characters um, the only thing that I have a problem with is as soon as he shows up at the farm, like I, it's kind of implied that that is before the shit hit the fan and like the the world went into decay. And right. All that. They were still. But he yeah. knows everything about vampires basically already. And he knows how like, to kill them and what's going on. And Right. I feel like this is a complaint I have a lot with uh, movies is especially ones that like to jump around like this with the timeline mm-hmm. 
they don't do a great job of establishing what the timeline is. They kind of yeah. just have a character say like, oh, days or months passed, like, or they just throw something up on the screen that says, hey, this much time has passed. You know, Time, time is definitely an issue in this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the same time, that kind of lends credence to the isolating nature of the movie like they're they're very clearly going for a tone of like isolation depression like if you don't know how much time has passed that kind of adds to the the you know the depressingness of it i guess yeah. really it just kind of it feels more every compass together and... yeah um this is a movie that definitely relies a lot on the strength of its characters and in interacting with the world that they've built. So like it's a lot of character moments. Mm -hmm. The characters you know? are all great. Uh, yeah. I, I love the characters in this movie. All, it's a very character driven film. Almost all great. Actually. I have one character that I have an issue with, but we haven't gotten to them yet. So, Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and I guess the main conflict of this movie is Mr. and Martin are uh, trying to get to this place called New Eden um, that is supposedly a sanctuary. Um, People you know, are telling no, them, like, oh, it's it's a lie. and It's basic apocalypse movie. I was going to say, this... Really. The, the only reason this movie stands out from other ap apocalyptic stories is because of the characters mm -hmm. and because There's... of the the a few unique set pieces, a few unique uh, moments. Yeah, everything really... else is pretty much by the numbers. Yeah, no, nothing that original about it. No, it's just um, old, I got... old man finds young kid, takes him across country to try and get to a safe place. Old yeah. man is is grumpy old man is grumpy kid is hopeful <laughs> i was uh i wrote down that i got a lot of strong uh the last of us and uh zombie land vibes so like yeah. zombie land if it had a more serious tone i so it was less of a comedy the two that i kept going back to in my mind were last of us and um uh shoot 28 days later yeah i can see that too um, 28 days later is a little different mainly just because it has more characters but yeah <laughs> more main characters right um, yeah it, it it's not a it's not a great story not really they're not I mean, not really it's not a bad story either it's a very middle of the road like it tells you exactly what you need to be told but like I said the way they the little things that they throw together, to set up the world building really make this movie stand out and kind of shine in my opinion mm -hmm. um the you know the, the names the different types of vampires i was yeah. just yeah we're types just of gonna vampires. say that. yeah that was cool um, that's a you know just a, a nice little there was a bit of what, world building um there's berserkers which are yep. the longest infected ish yep. <laughs> long, longest because well, they, they refer to it as a pandemic yeah, yeah so we'll just refer to it as an infection then it's an infection yeah. um right. berserkers have been infected the longest so they're they've kind of evolved the most they they have harder 
uh, breastplates. Breastplates to penetrate so you can't get to the heart. Um, nope. They move faster. They have longer They're, teeth. Mm-hmm. That's actually, the teeth are a big thing in this movie. They use them as, yeah. uh, not, not currency necessarily, but they use them as like a, a status symbol almost. They, so, yeah. They, like they when throw they teeth get, around like clout to get yeah. clout. <laughs> when they want to get into a town and the town's like, eh, I don't think we want more people in here right now, or you look like you might be trouble, they show them the teeth and it's like, oh, well, yeah, okay, we could always use more vampire <laughs> killers. <laughs> like, that is, that's a cool, again, just a kind of a cool bit of, little bit of, like, nugget of world building that mm-hmm. I like. And, and then it there kind was... of immerses you a little bit more. There was Berserker. There was newbies. They mentioned that them like yep. in passing. They're yeah. just newbies. They're newly infected. Yep. Um, and scamps, which yep. is the coolest name because they're kid vampires. Yeah. So scamps, right. little scamp. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they also talk about uh, mutant vampires. So there's ones that have mutated mm, and yeah. don't fit within those. Those are basically just the ones that don't fit within those three levels. Yeah. We only see um, one in the movie, which yeah. is like the main antagonist, I guess. But yeah, he only shows up at the end, really. So, right. But Mr. Talks about him more. So, yeah, yeah. they're there. Um, um I, I want to get an, another little tiny little thing that I barely picked up on which is they were putting garlic oil on steaks in the like way beginning and yeah. uh, Martin asks like does that work and Mr. says doesn't hurt so I, I kind of like that because they it kind of implied that maybe they don't know exactly what they're doing but they know enough right they and that's one thing I like about this movie is outside of like the Blade franchise or um, Underworld, you know, they don't always, there's a lot of movies out there that when a zombie apocalypse happens or, you know, vampires are attacking, they don't refer to them as vampires or zombies or aliens or whatever they refer to them as you know oh the monsters or like no we we live in a society that uh has you know mountains of media and literature literature and and things to refer back to like why wouldn't we talk about these things why wouldn't we at least if we think that's what we're dealing with why wouldn't we refer back to that yeah (laughs) Like so, I like that they they just fully accept. Okay, these are vampires. This is what we do with them, and mm-hmm. this might work. So let's do it. You know, and that they have they they have names for different classes, but at the end of the day, they're vampires. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um. So yeah, that's that was more of. Uh, I also liked some of the little details that they did when they were traveling, like because um, they would always sleep in their car. Because mm-hmm. throughout like three fourths of the movie, they're driving r- across country in a car, um, and every time they stopped to sleep, they would always armor the car. Mm-hmm. You know, so they would cover it up with like chain link fence, and they'd have all this stuff around it to kind of protect them, just a little bit of extra protection. Or you know, they're whenever they don't sleep in the car, they set up traps um, 
to alert them when a vampire is near or, or uh, you, they sometimes even like lure them into the traps yeah right because they want to mm-hmm. kill them which was kind of funny because <laughs> mister they, they were they were setting up a trap and there was like a teddy bear that they put on a fish hook or something and they would pull the string and lure it into a bear trap the vampire yeah but instead of cutting his own finger mister says hey martin come over here i got a present for you and then just cuts his finger and uses his blood and the kid just stares at it like yeah. oh yep all right this is my life oh, now yeah i'll give you my hand whenever you want i don't care <laughs> see that's the thing about so martin is he's he's a, just kind of a background character in his own movie you are immediately drawn to mister and you are interested in what he's doing you're kind of interested in his story even though martin is the one feeding you information and that again Mm -hmm. i just feel like he's unreliable as a narrator like do we trust what he's telling us i can definitely see that as a thing (laughs) Um, it's very subtle but um, there are certain moments that once we, since we're trying to move in a linear fashion here, mm-hmm. once we get to them, I'll, I'll make sure I mention it, but there are certain moments, like for instance, the fact that Mr. just kind of shows up out of nowhere in the beginning to save Martin. We don't know why he was there. We don't know where he came from. So maybe, maybe shows he up. didn't know everything. It's just Martin was scared and didn't know what was going on. So he felt like he knew everything. Maybe Martin is, you know, kind of falling into this like PTSD hero worship type thing where because Mr. Saved his life, he uh, um, just kind of paints him as this messiah figure. almost. yeah. Yeah. Which, again, there's a lot of religious symbolism in this movie. A lot of religious symbolism. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's (laughs) not just with because there's also in addition to there being vampires the probably the main antagonists of this movie are the cultists um, which is kind of boring i don't like that <laughs> religious fanatics i yeah. think that that's but i think that that's true is that like yeah it yeah. would happen probably but like it's in every zombie thing ever it's kind of played I out i don't really care anymore <laughs> i suppose but i think that the breakdown of society and the reliance on you know false gods or whatever like that's something that would definitely happen and in a movie that's trying to trying its hardest to give us to paint a picture of you know like just the bleakest apocalypse you can imagine yeah um, I kind of got. I, I don't. Did you ever see the movie The Road? Uh, kinda. <laughs> similar vibes. Kind of similar vibes at times. Not not all the time, but um, because that movie is just bleak and depressing too. Mm, yeah. Um. So, kind of similar vibes I, that I got. Um. So yeah, I think it's worth mentioning that. That's kind of my theory: is that Martin is. What we're seeing is not necessarily how it's really played out. It's Mm -hmm. more just how Martin is picturing it or the because he feels guilty. He feels guilty that he wasn't there to save his parents. So this Mr. It's maybe it's even possible Mr. doesn't even exist. I don't know about that. (laughs) Now, 
not saying not saying that he doesn't exist exactly. It's just that he very well no no i think i would say that i would maybe say that he doesn't actually exist in this movie i could i mean i could see it with what we're given in the movie but i don't like it so i don't want (laughs) to see it (laughs) and that's fine but with what we're given that's kind of a route that i could see some people taking so an interpretation that i could see some people taking yeah it's like a the mr persona is almost like another part of martin because Mm -hmm. You know, he what is what he wants to be. Right. Yeah. Isn't yeah. And eventually gets there. And anytime a character dies or is. Um, uh, yeah. Anytime a character dies or something happens to a town. Martin immediately feels guilt over that. Um, and. So he gives this persona of Mister like these superhuman abilities almost because he can't he can't cope. So it's kind of his way of like, oh well, I can't deal with this, so I'm gonna let this guy take care of it for me because, mm-hmm. like, I I don't know, I'm not maybe I'm thinking too much about it, but no, I could with what we're given it. in the movie, I feel like that could be a a a way of. I mean, interpretation. I, defi- I definitely think that you have to be trying to analyze it and like trying to see it to see it, but I could definitely see it being true. <laughs> yeah. Even though and, I don't necessarily like it. Yeah, I don't I like I said, it's that's not quite where I want to go with it. That's not quite what I believe. I just think mm-hmm. that you could make that interpretation if you wanted to. Based on what you did see. Yeah. What I believe is just that what we're seeing from Martin or what we're hearing from Martin really is not the full story. Hmm. Um, that I could definitely agree with. So he is he is an unreliable narrator, um, and we can move on. <laughs> That's just <laughs> and I'll like I said I'll kind of mention a few things as we move along. But um, two cute things that I saw: a sharpened tire iron weapon. They just whittled down the ends of a tire iron and yeah. then used it as like a throwing star yeah right into <laughs> it right into his back. back that was well and that kind of kicked off the whole conflict of the movie was mm-hmm. that because one of those guys that they killed was the religious leader's son yeah. so he has like a grudge against mister and kind of martin but mostly mister really he wants to take away martin because he feels like uh that would hurt Mister more than just killing him. Yeah, yeah. Like he wants but, to be, he wants to hurt Mister the same way Mister hurt him. Yeah, take away his son. It's like a son. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Mister is a serious player in this movie. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Yeah, man is laying pipe left and right. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, yeah. Every town they stop in. He's just he hooks up with some random chick. Doesn't uh, learn their name. Never gets their name. Yeah. Yeah. Just makes it they make it a point to point that out, like to draw attention to that. Like, yeah. They don't he doesn't know her name. Doesn't want to. Doesn't want to, yeah. Which again kinda I almost feel like um that could uh 
it could lead back into what I was talking about, where it's just like Martin's Martin doesn't want to make human this. connections. Yeah. So, because he doesn't, Martin doesn't want to make human connections because he doesn't feel anymore. You know, he just mm-hmm. he's he's numb. Well, I guess yeah. After he starts to make those connections later in the movie, then mister doesn't do that anymore i mean they just don't show it anymore but i guess right. he could yeah. <laughs> right they also don't really go to any more towns though so that's true no yeah. they do actually that last There's, one yeah yeah so yeah so, that could work that could definitely yeah. fit <laughs> i mean it's this is, it's kind of fun to see what fits yeah, in yeah. your crazy theory <laughs> i know yeah um that's what I mean. And the more more I watched the movie, the more I was just like, oh, well, that fits. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> uh, that fits. Yeah, all right. That'll go. <laughs> and I'm sure, you know, if I rewatch it, I can just find as many things that don't fit into it. Because there are plenty of people that interact with Mr. throughout the movie. So, of mm-hmm. course, he's actually there. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, people talk to him. and But I think it might just be more more Martin portraying these almost superhuman qualities onto him because yeah. he needs that solid foundation <laughs> in his life. Like every every fight scene that Mr. is in, he does a superhero landing and it's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah <laughs> in, he, he, in the beginning, he like gets kicked by a vampire and then lands in the superhero landing and it's like under the vampire's legs. The shot is through the vampire's legs and it shows him like rising and yeah super badass and cool right and he just he has these things that he does like okay when they get so okay um martin and mister are uh saving this uh nun character nun, yeah. um from being raped by these two cultists mm-hmm. um one of them is they, the son the tire yeah. iron weapon yeah that, that's when they killed them um, because Mr. doesn't have any sort of uh, forgiveness for things like that. Yeah, like he's yeah. Rapists just not don't have within a his right to live or something is what he yeah. says. So, um, and this is another part that kind of had an issue with passage of time because I feel like the movie made it seem like they had been driving for a long time and were would have been out of would have been far away from where that incident took place when mm-hmm. they get captured by the cultists um but apparently they're not because yeah. the next scene <laughs> they're kidnapped by the cultists brought in and we find out that the dad of the guy that was killed is the leader of this group called yeah. the brotherhood so so they have they had, they they kill the son right they save the nun kill the son save the nun and then they <laughs> Um, they have like a montage that implies travel and long distances being made yeah. and then they get kidnapped by the main cult leader guy and he planned it that way he lured them into that area to get yeah. them specifically and that just seems a little bullshit to me <laughs> yeah like I don't know and they're cr- they're traveling across multiple states dates i feel like i i they never I say that they don't they, exactly say that yeah, but it's implied that it is a long distance so since they end up in a how much, completely different country at the end right yeah how much 
area do you think these crazy cultists can cover? I think they kind of own America. <laughs> but that, you see, that just, that's the part where I'm like, really? That it's, many people fall in line with these it crazy is assholes? Weird. It's very weird. Like, I don't know. That's one thing that I'm like, I feel like, okay, maybe make it multiple different, like, sects. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is the brotherhood. The but right. it's a little different. Different right. different leaders, different chains of commands and stuff. Yeah, where it, instead of just like, there's this one head dude who's in charge of everything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, with, I don't with know. With no that, phones that or anything. Right. Well, I guess they have radios, but still. <laughs> Unreliable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, as we're basically making a radio show. Shh, <laughs> 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 sh- it's fine. Keep moving. <laughs> Keep talking. What, what's next? Next um, point. Um, 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 Mr. is reading a U.S. under attack newspaper, and how many times has he read that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Did you read the same thing? No. Oh, okay. But thank you for noticing that. <laughs> it's 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 literally like the headlines from like when it first started and how many times has he read that and why? <laughs> why would you want to read that multiple times? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's something to do, but right? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Right? I'd rather yeah. Don't don't carry around a newspaper with you. Carry like no. Find some books. Yeah, you, you can find books. Me. Don't yeah. don't read the newspaper over and over again of the downfall of society. <laughs> just, just rub no salt wonder you're in the so wind. fucking grumpy. Yeah, I do this to myself, <laughs> crawling in my skin. Oh god. Oh. Yep. Okay. We're back on track now. Um. So, anyways. Uh, Mr. and Martin and this nun chick um, are all taken by the the Brotherhood um, and uh, Mr. is left for dead. Like they 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 uh, handcuff him and they throw him into uh, dark woods with vampires surrounding just, him. And just a torch that's yeah. slowly going out. Right. Because uh, the make fire comment, like, keeps the vampires yeah. away. Don't let the flame go out because... Mm-hmm he's gonna die and then they Um, drive off yeah they just leave him for dead (laughs) and he's doing like a really sweet like predator pose and he's like (laughs) slinking along away from the vampires yeah um again super badass shots with totally and it does make you root for him like you're definitely interested in the guy badass yeah um so he miraculously escapes like well, there was like six vampires there <laughs> yeah i don't know how he he's, did it he's left but... he, like yeah he manages to wrestle one to the ground and use its own teeth to like break his uh because he's handcuffs. just tied up with his handcuffs they're just like rope but yeah, yeah still but still yeah it's one chomp and they're just gone <laughs> yeah um and then he yeah somehow kills the rest of the vampires and makes it back to his car and just decides to chill in the trunk until mm-hmm. Martin shows up. I mean, I kind of understand that though. The trunk is a safe place. Oh, totally. I but get that too. It's then just after funny. Martin after Martin shows up, they then he immediately tries to start the car. 
So why not just do that before? Well, maybe he wanted Martin to get there. Well, right. But so this was, this again kind of lends into my theory where, because um, the movie sets it up as Martin is preparing himself to fight this vampire because he makes it back to the car. He's standing there alone. This vampire sees him and he the vampire runs at him and he's ready to fight it he's like this is going to be his moment because up to this point he hasn't been able to fight or kill a vampire on his own alone yeah yeah he's needed mister to save him every time um so this was going to be his moment and then as soon as the vampire gets close enough mister opens up the trunk and pulls him inside just a totally awesome like, shot and right and it's awesome the, the it's editing cool. was amazing but again it kind of lends into the theory of okay anytime martin is in a seriously dire situation mister gets him out of it mm-hmm. like he he just he can't cope with his own inadequacies so he makes mister this impossibly powerful God. character yeah yeah um so yeah, I, it, again, just I'm gonna sprinkle that in there again. Um, <laughs> uh, so, we should probably we should probably mention that the nun that they saved was traveling with them, but then once they got captured by the cult, she got taken too. So she is no yeah. longer with us at the moment. Uh, she's right. alive, but not with them. She so, is go, uh, go forced to sexually serve the. Mm-hmm. At least that's which, what's implied. Yeah, which a gross. <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess there was no B there. No. <laughs> okay. No, I just, I just, just wanted to say a, gross. Gross. <laughs> a gross. B gross. Can't <laughs> <laughs> wait until I take a drink. <laughs> I'm gonna snarf it. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, um, after, (coughs) shit, (laughs) I'm sorry for killing you. (laughs) It's fine. Um, after they escape, uh, this, they, is that when they make it to the next town? They make it to Um, a bunch of different towns. I don't remember which one is first, which one is last, which like they get to a town. Just move, move on, move on to Danielle Harris's town. (laughs) <laughs> that's yes that's where i was gonna go next so next we get to this town um with danielle harris of uh halloween four and five fame uh and as well as the hatchet series like she's been in a lot of awesome horror movies that you awesome should go check out movies, yeah. um, she is super cool or at least seems super cool i've never mm-hmm. actually met her but um yeah um so does yeah, amazing she's in, this in this movie Awesome yeah, she's in this movie. <laughs> really cool in this movie. Uh, she plays a pregnant girl um, who joins up with Martin and Mister, and uh, her. The introduction of her character is gonna again lend back into my theory and here. Angelic singing. I can see where you're going with it. Angelic singing, and she looks so perfect compared to everyone else. There's like and a com- light shining to, down on her compared to every other shot of her in the movie too. She exactly. looks better. Oh my god, you're 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 pulling me down the rabbit hole. That's what I mean, man. Like <laughs> she looked perfect. 
and it's like There's the slow like, zoom in. Yeah. And she's singing and she's got a light shining down on her wow. and she just looks so perfect. And it's like, okay, why does this look so different from the rest of the movie? Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You it are just, right. That, that was actually the moment where I really started to believe my own bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I was like, okay, this might actually be what they're going for. I don't know for sure, but... <laughs> Because it's, it's so it's, it's so jarring. It's definitely from Martin's perspective. I could right. definitely see that being a thing, like her being yeah. that this angelic thing. And and he, um, yeah, this was it was his perspective. Kind of he he sees her, and they never like fully address that they have chemistry, really. But you can tell that mm-hmm. there's. Uh, and an, there, an attraction there. There isn't even really a will they, won't they thing. Cause no, it, it's literally just they might have a thing for each other. Who knows? It doesn't matter. It's they're, the apocalypse. Yeah, like they're, they're they're with each other. It they're trying matter, to survive. So get together. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I I applaud because so many movies would just take it down the oh romance in the apocalypse type yeah. scenario and that's I, I bullshit hate, i hate romantic subplots so much yeah. with a passion if so, they're done right they're fine but most and of the i time, feel like this shoehorned in yeah i feel like this is the best way to handle it where especially in a movie like this where it's like okay yeah there might be some attraction there there might be some you know potential for a relationship but why the fuck would we focus on that when all this other shit is going down mm-hmm. like it just feels a lot more real. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyways, uh... and this is where the movie starts to kind of blur for me. I don't remember what exactly happens after she shows up. She's just... pregnant, by the way. We didn't mention that she is pregnant. Yeah, she is pregnant. Um, and yeah, you're right. It, it does kind of blur together. Um, they have some get... more some some more interactions with the cult right well they do because so they get, they pick up daniel harris um and they leave the town and they're they're still heading north like that's their main goal is they're mm. just they want to get north um and they come across a vampire dresses santa <laughs> which is kind oh, of fun. that was that was cool um, i like that scene a lot and so they kill it. Which actually, and, hold on, this that scene made me realize that the lighting is so perfect because every time it's a close up, it's like, like almost like a spotlight shining down on it, and then once it's a, a long shot, then it's more of like dim and like it's in the dark, and mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's kind of a continuity error with the lighting but you could tell what they were going for with it and i well it, i thought it looked great especially with the vampires like the makeup on them the way the lighting hits them creates these really interesting shadows like almost like and, a halo <laughs> yeah again with like i want to there's this i want to talk more about all the religious symbolism in this movie because there is so much where i'm just like okay what the hell are they getting at here mm-hmm. um but anyways, uh, they they uh, they kill this Santa vampire, um, and they find out that the cultists um, uh, 
the vampire was there to kill this guy that they had tied up in a porta potty, <laughs> um, who was an ex soldier. Uh, he was just vamp bait in the porta potty. Yeah, they right. Were, they they said, left him there and wait. And yeah, waited basically for him what to they die. did to Mister. Yeah. Um, did they put him in the porta potty, or did he find his way into the porta potty? I think he I found his way know. into the. I, I'm that assuming be, he found he was his trying way to hide. Into the potty. Yeah. 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 But anyways, um, so he joins up with them too. Um, and he's cool. He's, I like. He's a cool. Yeah, th- that's the thing. I I don't dislike really any of these characters. Um, yeah, I don't much. Dis- I don't dislike any of the characters, but the nun I have a problem with. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, they pick up the soldier guy, and um, you know he's they're cool. They kind of move on, and again the. The movie just kind of goes from one town to the next, and uh, they have a few more interactions with the cultists, and they're just telling the story of them moving north. Oh wait! Um, after they find the the veteran, they um they actually kill the leader of the cult. That's when they do it. That's they, right. They You're tie right. him. They tie him to a tree and cut his back so the vampires will come because they can smell the yep. blood from miles away and. Yeah. They just leave so they, there, tied to the tree. they're tired of that's what it was. So they were tired of um, the cultists still hunting them down because they the cultists are pissed that Mister and Martin got away from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're sending out all these radio signals talking about, hey, there's this hunter and a, his boy that are uh, causing us grief. Like, watch out for these people. Fuck them up if you see them. Um, so. And that's making it difficult for them to move around. So Mr. decides that he wants to take out the leader. Um, and so they bust into their compound and well, no, Which, I, it's, I think they just, I don't remember exactly how they get their hands kind on of him, but come across him. Yeah. So that's what I Which mean. is it's, another thing. Like they should be miles away from him by now. Right. <laughs> it feels like this movie is much grander in scale, but it's not and mm-hmm. probably part of that is the budget yeah. it just didn't have the budget to really and i actually expand on the scale of it it uh it kind of makes me think how many like how, how long did it take to shoot it because <laughs> it yeah. could have been time restrictions that they just couldn't really think of this stuff and that's true they're just trying to get it done yeah because that's all they had the budget for yeah I mean, what's that saying? Uh, ingenuity born out of necessity or something like that? Something like, like that, yeah. Yeah, you, they did the best that they could with what they had. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like I said, I even if we talk shit about certain parts of this movie, overall, I like it. Like, yeah, I think overall, it's a good I think movie. it's a very good movie. Um, it, especially for the budget and the the the... the time that they had like it just it tells a very good story all of the sorry keep going i interrupted you oh, no no it's fine i just it tells a very good story in spite of its limitations that's mm-hmm. I, w- I was just gonna say all of the main actors do a pretty great job totally. it's just some of the side actors like some of the clerks the store clerks they come across and like just some of the cultists yeah. they they were a little iffy 
<laughs> like very obviously like friends of the main actors or something. Yeah, it could and, be. Which is um, fine. It's well, I mean, low budget movie. The one bartender was the producer of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but actually, I don't. I didn't have a problem with him. I thought no, he, he was he was fine. Yeah, he kind of choose the scenery, but that's I was more talking in a good about way. talking about the guy in the beginning who like sells Martin the gum. The piece oh my of gum. god, he yeah, was yeah. weird, and I was he like, was. oh boy, is this the acting we're gonna be seeing the rest <laughs> of this movie? Because maybe it wasn't as good as I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, that was but that was he, an issue. He was the worst part, really, the worst yeah. acting. I think so, and he was pretty young too. So yeah, it was. It's fine. And it was a, it was a young part. It was a yeah i mean i know (laughs) i know mr and i think martin too are the the writer and director really i didn't know pretty sure yeah i know mr's the writer so martin is the director then i think let me check wow that's really impressive if he is because that's he's young (laughs) no 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 okay (laughs) martin was not the director um but Mr. was one of the writers. Okay. Yeah, Jim Mickle, uh, writer and director. Mm-hmm. Um, he did not act in the movie, I don't think. Okay. But the guy that played Mr. Nick Demisi, um, mm-hmm. he was a writer as well. So. Did he do the second one? Did he have anything to do with that? I know he was in the um, movie. Like he, so he acted in it. Uh, says written by. Ah, uh, that's a shame. <laughs> but honestly, I don't remember the second one all that much. I just remember it was not as good. Yeah. It came out in like 2016, I think. I say it definitely wasn't. It was a few years later. Maybe we should rewatch that one too. Then I don't know. Maybe you said you haven't seen that, right? I haven't. No. Yeah. I I saw it once. It was a while ago. It was when I was kind of in a cynical phase. So maybe maybe we should give it a chance. <laughs> yeah, we could maybe check it out. Yeah. Maybe a mini episode or something. Yeah. But, but anyways, yeah. Back to this. Um. So yeah, they kill the cult leader. Uh, and that is a cool scene, like the way they kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's praying as they leave. I think it's a, I think it's a really interesting way, like kind of an interesting contrast, because the way the cult leader tried to kill Mister was like just kind of kicks him out the truck and expects the vampires to kill him. Mister doesn't fuck around, <laughs> gets out the barbed wire, straps him to a tree, and carves open his back so the vampires can smell him Just and come as an extra shreds like yeah <laughs> like it doesn't fuck around i think that's cool um and again kind of speaks to that badass nature of mister like he's mm-hmm. seen some shit he's he's the joel he's of this and around the block like, to compare yeah. to compare again to the last of us and that is so it's 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 so easy to compare it to every other zombie movie because it's just every other zombie movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, but it's got it does... the characters to push itself forward. It's not as good as the Last of Us characters, but honestly, I don't think you can be as good as the Last of Us characters. <laughs> well, and you have a different connection with them too because you're playing as them versus That's true. just yeah. watching 
these actors portray mm-hmm. characters like i could you're, it's definitely on par with 28 days later characters i think it's which been is, a little while since i've seen that so again I again one of my favorite zombie movies <laughs> I, w- I won't say f- like i 100 agree just because i i haven't seen 28 days later in probably a few years that's one i need to go back to um it gives me the same but, feeling as this movie really just a little more hopeful <laughs> this, yeah. this one is just bleak it is not a lot of hope in it um so yeah they uh they kill the cult leader and they make it back. To, they make it to another town, uh, and this particular town has the nun character. She's back in the movie. Which, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I think is they didn't want to leave an open ending there, which I, I honestly think it would have been yeah. better if they did. Yeah, it wasn't really an open ending. It was just she got left at the the, the yeah. cult place. Well, because the Mister asked when they got the leader, Mister asked like, "Oh, where's the, where's the girl, or where's the woman that we left?" And dude's like, "Oh, she ran off." Oh, like, did oh. she? Did he? I forgot. Yeah. I must not have been paying attention during that part. Yeah, Whoops. as he was strapping him to the strapping him to the tree, he asks like, "Where's the woman?" And dude's like, "Bitch ran off." Okay. okay. So, I mean, but still, yeah, still, you could have left it at that, right? Because um, she, they find her. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. So, but yeah, they find her, which is bullshit, and I hate it. But well, moving on. Not. <laughs> I don't think that's as much bullshit as the scene that happens in the town with re- involving the cultists. So, are we talking? Are we thinking about the same scene? <laughs> the fucking helicopter. The helicopter. Oh my god. I thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> it is cool. It's a cool idea. But the way it happens, I'm like, really? These guys are that connected? They not See, only have pilots, they okay, have working true. helicopters and fuel for them. I, like, I thought about the working helicopters thing and the fuel but I, I was able to move past that because it was such a cool scene. And <laughs> it was, again, it was I, cool. It was kind of scary. It was, yes, it totally was. I did like the scene. I just and didn't it was all care in one, for the way it was executed. All in one take, too, which I appreciate. Yeah. Cause so that, I guess maybe we, before we describe it too much, we should probably explain what happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So don't lose that thought, though. Uh, yeah. The helicopters... Or the, the, the group are in the town, they're celebrating, they're having fun, they're, you know, living life. Uh, and then in comes a helicopter with the Brotherhood flying them, and they just start, like, dropping vampires down on this town. Like, be- I think <laughs> like it's because bombs. they... Right. I think it's because they know that Mr. is there, and they're pissed at him. So they're like, fuck you guys. <laughs> like, we're just gonna drop fucking bombs. <laughs> But we don't have bombs, so here's some vamps. It's like, fucking goofy as hell, and I love it. Yeah. Somehow they survive, like, falling from a helicopter. Like, they don't Reason. explode on impact. That's true. The helicopter wasn't that high up, though. They showed I guess. the helicopter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, we probably wouldn't be able to just get up, but they're vampires. They're <laughs> vampire zombies. So. Yeah. Um. But anyways, that scene is the first time that I not the first time but the first time that it really stood out to me how depressing this movie is because 
I wrote down in my notes um, other zombie type stories like post-apocalyptic stuff it good things happen like happy things happen in their life to show hope that like, there's still hope in the bleakness yeah in this one good things seem to happen just so bad things can happen later <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah, you're I right. don't I don't think I like that very much it um, works it works for the movie that they're going for but I just don't think that's as good of a story it's just everything sucks and the world is depressing if which they do have some hopeful things in there especially at the end and it's it's a yeah, bittersweet ending and yeah it is um but at the same time i think that might be what they're going for especially back to the religious symbolism in the movie like they because with the nun character after this vampire attack happens the nun character you can kind of tell she's having like a crisis of faith type thing Mm -hmm. where she's not sure that she still believes in god and um it's never explicitly said but just kind of she has these like totems with her that like little statues of mary and joseph Mm -hmm. and subtlety is definitely a thing in this movie and i love yeah i love that too um and she's just kind of like always inspecting them and just kind of like you know maybe she's maybe it's hopefulness maybe it's despair like you can't really tell but Mm -hmm. either way she's got that quirk about her um and she it just i don't know this movie's definitely trying to say something about religion i'm just not exactly sure what i need to kind of watch it again and maybe yeah i wasn't really tuning into that but i noticed there was a lot of stuff about religion right it just because you have these cultists who are religious fanatics like they are extremists to the max and they have all the power like that to me kind of says something about organized religion yeah um i could and, see that maybe and then the, you have all these little things like okay the like you said the almost angelic uh, music and lighting at certain moments where there's like purity you know there's um daniel harris's character showing up who's kind of represents the she's very bubbly like she's a very happy person she kind of represents everything mary that's what i mean we don't know (laughs) she's pregnant we don't know where the father came from like never referenced right it's not talked about but there's definitely a baby there like i would have never thought of this stuff (laughs) i don't know it just it kept popping up in my head i'm like what are they trying to tell me here and then not yeah there's one more thing in particular and maybe you know what i'm talking about um but i won't won't get there yet i have a good feeling i do because i want to talk about it too yeah um so i i don't know it just these things keep popping up um the fact that they have a character who's a nun like that's not something you see in movies a lot mm-hmm. um i mean it kind of at least is, not but... not movies like this yeah yeah um especially not with the horrible things that happened to her like um, raped and and like just the, she, the Christ, obvious crisis we, of faith that she has. We're to this part, and 
I think it's okay to say it. She kills herself. (laughs) Right, right. She kills herself to get away so that she isn't killed by vampires, but still kills herself. Um, but they're, they're like, they're sleeping and then they get ambushed by a bunch of, uh, berserkers Berserkers. and they're running and she gets cornered by a bunch and they're in a cornfield. So there's a scarecrow who's pinned up like Jesus and she kneels right in front of him and is like, forgive me Lord or something. And then shoots herself so that she isn't eaten. And I'm like, it just... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and again, the scarecrow is like a, a silhouette. <laughs> yeah, T posing, yeah. but like a silhouette. And because there's a light behind it and it's shining, and mm-hmm. you don't really see the scarecrow, but you know it is a scarecrow because it's a cornfield. Right. So it just, yeah, there's a lot of symbolism there that I'm just not quite sure what they're getting at with yeah, it. I don't Like they're definitely it. trying to say something. Uh, and I feel like maybe with repeated viewings, I would pick up on it a little bit more. But I definitely think this movie has something to say about religion. Um, and I'm just not wise enough to pick up on it right <laughs> away. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Which I think into... moving on, yeah. the nun dies. And that just that's just when the... Sh- shit hits the fan everyone dies after that basically one after another domino effect not in the same scene not in the same day or whatever but they again pretty close they do have those they do have those happy moments sprinkled in the middle where it's like oh hope it's but no not really yeah because the hope isn't there because those people die in the next scene right so it's just sad yeah i agree (laughs) So, I think um, if I think even if one of them survived, then it would be fine. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. Well, the, no. I mean, we're at the end basically. But basically, first the the veteran dies. He leaves because he's lured out by a smart vampire. Who no, is... he had to take a piss. But then he was lured into a trap, right? No, they, is that that's how faith... they. It they fades f- to black as he's taking a piss. We don't know what yeah, happened. Yeah, <laughs> but then they then they find his body later, and that's when yeah, Mister is like I've right. seen a bunch of mutated vamps, but never a smart right. one. So we it's implied right. that he was led into a trap. I suppose. Well, I think it was more implied that they were led to where he was. But why would they be led to where he was? Because they the, weren't attacked things- right after that. The next time they were attacked, it was a little later. Like, they, they faded into a next scene. I suppose. I guess the way I saw it was this thing was toying with them. They It wanted them to find the body because it wanted them scared. Oh. Like, it had been following them for a while, and... Uh, I saw it as was, he was led into a trap. But, I mean, okay. either way, it doesn't matter. It's <laughs> yeah. a smart vampire. That's what we're trying to get at. <laughs> yeah, and Mr. hasn't seen it. It's a new thing. Um, mm-hmm but we know they're being hunted now instead of them hunting. The hunter becomes the hunted. Yep. Um, um, meanwhile, Danielle Harris's yeah. character is struggling because she's uber pregnant at this she point. Is, she doesn't really look like it, though, does she? I mean, she, she was doesn't pretty big the full, when they pick her up. Belly. But 
at the same time, this is the apocalypse. She's not going to gain a ton of weight. She's not going to look true. super yeah, yeah. pregnant. You're right. She's walking all the time, and she's, mm-hmm. you know, living off of scraps. She's like, got the constant pregnant waddle going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, we, they're not making we... as much progress because Danielle's char- Danielle Harris's character is um, kind of slowing them down. Struggling, so they're kind yeah. of they're debating back and forth like, okay, well, what can we do? Because we don't want to leave her behind, obviously, but we have to keep moving because this thing is it knows where we are and it wants to kill us. Like and they even say, like, what are we gonna do when the baby's born? Right. And then Missy's like, oh fuck. I don't know if I don't know if you guys know this, but um when babies are born, there's a lot of blood. So <laughs> that's like a vampire all you can eat buffet. Like, try to imagine that after birth, all that stuff that's that's like filet mignon for for vampires so like, but mwah, chef's kiss it doesn't really matter because the next scene she's dead anyways <laughs> well yeah all right good they segue. literally they literally say what do we do after the baby comes and then they basically just cut to her being dead <laughs> well because they okay this was something i had a problem with too it's like so um daniel harris is asleep Mr. and Martin are just leave. They, they just they, fucking leave. They're at. They're sitting around the campfire. They see something off in the bushes, and they're like, "There it is! Go get it!" They both take <laughs> off. It's coming like, right for us. Really? Not one of you is gonna stay behind to maybe watch Fuck the it. pregnant woman that is sleeping two feet from you. Like that was and the dumbest decision. There's a smart vampire who has trapped people before. Yeah, well, I think. <laughs> right. Well, either way, even yeah clearly is luring people away like <laughs> that was the dumbest decision they made in the entire movie that was the one time where i was like okay they made a mistake here fuck them it's like, kind of implied that they go a long distance too like they didn't just go down the go across no. the, the, the stream or whatever right they, they do a crossfade into a whole different shot yeah and then they go there as soon as they get there they're like wait what fuck <laughs> and they go back and she's gone it's like no shit are you kidding me ah dumbass I feel like I left the stove on or something <laughs> <gasps> pregnant lady <laughs> the waddler <laughs> we must go back <laughs> So they go, she's not there's, there. There's, there's a strange amount of silence going on. Nobody's complaining. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. So they figure out, they follow the trail, and they hear her screaming. And Martin goes in. Mister's kind of like, dude, he's baiting you. And Martin's like, I know. And he runs in anyways. Um. Which and I liked. I liked that I, character I did moment too. for Martin. Yeah, it, he very he's, he's slowly been a timid kind of like bitch throughout the whole movie. <laughs> right. Well, he very slowly comes into his own, especially in the second half of the movie. Like he mm-hmm. just kind of becomes the leader that he very, needs very to. naturally, and it's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. I, I like that character development. Um. So yeah, they go in. 
Daniel Harris is strung up and bleeding profusely, and you can mm-hmm. already tell the baby's dead, like depressing yeah, as shit. That's, yeah. Um, and then the big reveal that okay, the cult leader has come back as a vampire, and he's mutated to still being able to have like cognizant thought. He's not just he, a mindless killing yeah. machine. He's he was nerdy vamp. Yeah. Um. And so him and Mr. have it out. And again, back to the religious symbolism, this was probably the biggest moment in the movie where it stuck out to me. Mr. goes to stake the vampire in the in his heart, and instead the vampire like catches the stake and turns it around on Mr. and stabs it into his hands. So he's pinned up against both and he does it to both his hands. So he's pinned up against the wall with fucking crucifixion what's that called there's a there's a word for it the the uh where like you have hand holes through your hands like yeah jesus um i forget the word it's fine but uh yeah me too i'm drawing a massive blank on it pinned up in the jesus pose kind of just sitting like this character who already kind of has a messiah complex throughout the whole movie where he's mm. he is the savior like and yeah he's not to have that moment yeah it just i don't know it it stood out to me among the various other still moments. cool though yeah still cool. and i liked it I, I didn't yeah i'm not knocking it i'm not i just it i wish i could understand what they were going for a little more mm. um i do think there's some significance to the fact that the religious fanatics are and therefore the church is basically all powerful I, um, okay I want to talk about the cult leader being a smart vampire he gives a reason he tells mister as, as I was sitting there I was praying and God answered my prayers and now I'm this dude I'm a smart man I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real big brain man and what the fuck (laughs) are the cult leaders right is that what you're saying are the bad guys right (laughs) is that what the movie's trying to tell us i don't think that's what the movie's trying to tell us i think it's that that's basically what they say true in a literal sense but i think it's more i think it's more symbolic of like how religion gets so high off its own farts no i i know but like like they also they, don't give an actual reason for why he that's true. all people in the entire world is the right. one smart vampire right i so agree we're led to believe that that is the reason because that is the only reason that they give us you're right so what the fuck the bad guys are right i'm on their side now Stig- stigmata. Except for the whole rape that's, thing. That's, that's cool. the word I was looking for. Yeah, stigmata. the stigmatas. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, and this is really kind of a turning point for the Mr. Character, too. Um, which, again, kind of leads back into my theory of him being just kind of there as, as an excuse for Martin's insecurities and guilt because after this battle so daniel harris's character martin actually has to kill her 
because um, mm-hmm. she's going to turn otherwise. And super sad. It's super sad because she's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so now it's back to just Mr. and Martin. And you would kind of think that's where the movie should end. Like that's it feels like a natural ending point. It does. But I'm also happy that it goes on. I, I am, too. I'm just I could totally see people watching this and being like oh there's more like yeah yeah um well and that's kind of another thing everything just kind of happens in this movie like sure they have the goal of reaching one place but everything that happens one right after another just kind of feels unrelated and totally just weird (laughs) yeah so um yeah anyways um yeah, the, the, they killed Danielle Harris, and now Martin and Mr. are back on the road and heading north, and they come across this diner. Mr. is useless now, by the way, because of his hands. Yeah, can't, he, can't can't, use them. he can't drive, he can't fight, so now Martin kind of is taking over. Um, and Mr. They get to this diner. And they sit in there, and they meet this uh, the chick that runs it. Basically, she's she's been hiding out there by herself because her parents died, mm-hmm. um, and she's just been protecting this diner. Um, I, I like that actress. I don't know why, but she did fine. Her, yeah, her performance that just kind of it was very natural feeling, and she yeah, definitely had chemistry really with good. Martin's yeah. actor, whoever like, that was. She only had like five minutes of screen time, but I. I, I wanted to see more of her. She yeah. made she made me feel good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds a little totally. weird, but <laughs> so um. But anyways, her and Martin kind of start hitting it off. They're bonding. They're um. Martin shows off his cool vampire killing skills, and she shows off her cool vampire killing skills. And Mister's watching all of this, and I think it's kind of implied that maybe he might be turning. I don't. Um, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I, I think it's so. a little subtle because there's that one scene where he's like looking at himself in the mirror and splashing water on his face, and he's got the big scar that the the mm. cultist dude left on his face. See, I, it's I, kind I, of I think festering a little bit. I think that's just because he's useless for the first time. He can't do things for the first time in his life. Basically, it's implied. So he doesn't Maybe. really recognize. Or he doesn't know who he is. That could be. Um, I didn't really think that was the case. I just think that maybe it could have been interpreted that way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of that in this movie. Like I said, it's it's, it's kind of how you want to interpret this movie. It's all um, very subtle. Yeah. Um, but anyways. Wait, Mr. Hold, on, hold on, hold on. I wrote down a quote from the girl that oh, yeah. I thought was super goofy and just weird. And kind of goes against everything we liked about Daniel Harris's character. But the first time that her and Martin are alone together, she says, been a long time since I've seen a boy. And then just looks at him weird. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even respond to that, no, does he? He just, he just looks at her and then goes back to eating. <laughs> He's like, okay. And then the scene ends. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. That was kind of an awkward line. Um, 
maybe that was just her like scoping out the waters a little bit like testing yeah, the waters she, like, she was spitting game it maybe fucking... <laughs> maybe <laughs> like this way come at me <laughs> no okay my bad sorry i'll Girl. back off <laughs> um, she was yeah. she was she was putting out the feelers yeah totally spitting mad game so um yeah they hit it off kind of um and so mister just kind of goes away he disappears mm-hmm. we don't well, know where he goes it's it's he after behind. it's after martin kills the vampire by himself just right because he can he, he yeah. doesn't do it for any reason he just does it so yep. mister sees that and he's like okay he's he's good he's he's good to be on his own yeah. and i've done yeah. my job he's good so um Again, going back to my little theory here, uh, Martin, it's not that Mr. It's not that Mr. feels accomplished. It's that Martin doesn't need him anymore. Yes. So he he no longer. Right. He and again, you could even go back to that whole like Mr. never existed to begin with. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as Martin, as soon as Martin has the confidence and he no longer feels like guilt over what's happened he lets go of that mr persona and it's gone and now we're left with just martin who Mm -hmm. has taken on qualities of both characters um again i just want to make sure that i'm clear i i'm well aware that yes the mr character is actually a person in the movie (laughs) there's no denying that it's just a fun little idea that like okay play with us a little bit um you could make the argument is all i'm saying like there's plenty of evidence to to point in either direction um there is yeah there's definitely but the unreliable narrator portion like that i'm gonna stand by that i think that martin is um a little idealistic and a little bit of a uh an embellisher i think that he just kind of projects these qualities because he needs that in his life. He needs a strong supporter uh, because he doesn't have anyone and he <laughs> is totally alone and he's guilty and afraid. And and soon as he's not those things anymore, he doesn't need Mr. So Mr. kind of goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, and because so, then Mr. And it kind of speaks to Mr.'s character too because he knows that he's slowing him down so he's leaving (laughs) he isn't making Martin make the choice he's making the choice for him which is a very mister thing to do totally yeah so um what a goofy name mister I love it so much (laughs) yeah well and again it just kind of fits the whole idea that like characters are their own thing like they they cuz so many times especially on this podcast we talk about characters based on who the actors are like yeah. we say you know oh Ben Affleck and Keanu right like we we don't talk about the characters we talk about the actors in this you have to talk about the characters because i mean for one the actors aren't that big and we've been oh, spending yeah. this whole time talking about Daniel uh, Harris as Daniel Harris yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> ignore all that 
We- Listen to what I'm saying now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally get what you're saying, though. Where <laughs> sure. You, you, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. No, I know. We, we have been referencing Daniel Harris as Daniel Harris, but it's honestly because just the actors' names are easier to remember than the characters. Yeah. You remember more about like you don't really remember their names but you remember them you remember them they stand out Mm -hmm. and it's not just because they had quirks it's not just because they like they this especially in this movie like they had legit development and all of them had i didn't like the nun (laughs) she was bland she was forgettable yeah I agree, but... I I feel bad for calling the veteran dude the veteran dude, but I don't feel bad for calling the nun the nun. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know. I do like... The the veteran dude, I feel like, is literally just in the movie to drop a few more world-building tidbits because Mm -hmm. he he actually talks about, like, um, oh, how Washington was taken over, and which, again... The government fell because of the cultists. Like again, yeah. religion oh, yeah. trumps all. Like these guys are all powerful, all knowing. There is no bounds to their power. Like that mm-hmm. to me says something. What the fuck? Like they're trying to. <laughs> ah. As but, I get better at analyzing uh, movies, I swear I'll figure it out. <laughs> let's let's just we're we're very close to the end. So let's yes. just describe yes. the end because the last shot is so good (laughs) yeah so mister disappears uh and uh martin and this new girl um did we ever learn her name i don't know she was only in the last five minutes of the movie really so no i don't know anyways really yeah um they are in the truck uh and they're driving north and am I missing something? They just they no. come across the the sign yeah, that they, says Canada, they and then it's got New Eden spray painted on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the, they cut to them, and then they cut to the sign, and the sign is the very last thing you see in the movie. And I think yeah. that's so cool because you never know that it's Canada that they're trying to get to, and I don't know why it's so cool to realize like they were just trying to get to Canada. <laughs> like, yeah. It's only referred to as New Eden, but then you're just well, like, they, they made it. They made it to Canada. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like the am- I like the ambiguity of that too because like the whole movie we all we hear is that oh, New Eden's a myth. New Eden's a myth. It's not a myth. It's fucking Canada for one thing. <laughs> it's a place. It is a thing. I understand it's the apocalypse, but we still have maps, yes? Mm. We still have globes, like <laughs> Canada. Neighbors to the north. Um, but in addition to that, we never actually see what it looks like. So Mm-mm. they, I mean, knowing this movie, it probably is burned to the ground. Like, <laughs> there is I, no... I don't, I don't want to think about that. Because but, this was the one ray of hope that was in the movie. <laughs> that really, yeah, they left it with that shot of just the sign not even um, not even the characters reactions that's not the no. last thing you see the last thing you see is just they knew it they yep. did it and it's like okay 
we've it's done very it very bittersweet and it's amazing and the music is perfect for it that's one thing like excuse me sorry that's one thing that um i should point out is like i i didn't dislike the music in this but it didn't really stand out either they definitely used silence to their advantage there wasn't a ton of music um it was almost more eerie just because it was quieter than a lot of movies the only music that stood out was the ending music but that's just like it it was really the one ray of sunshine music in the movie (laughs) but i feel like they didn't it didn't have a lot of music to begin with like so many scenes especially with the vampires so many scenes were quiet yeah which again is kind of an interesting choice um i like it i I think there was there was one musical or sound cue i guess you could Mm. say it was when the scamp shows up yeah like it opens her eyes she opens her eyes and like she like smiles because that's when you see her teeth and it's like oh yeah okay sure it's like a musical stinger or whatever it's the most cliched crap you've ever heard in your life yeah but again moments like that are far outweighed by like Mm -hmm. the part where the vampire santa claus was there there was no music during that they just see yeah a santa claus vampire standing there in the darkness why did I not mention this? The when after Mister and Martin escape from the cultists the first time, mm-hmm. they and Martin finally makes it back to the car. The vampire that attacks him, the fucking shot that the f- vampire first shows up in, it's crouched and like there's a moon overhead, and it's in the bottom left corner of the screen and it's just crouched in darkness you can't see it you just see the silhouette and it's so fucking good yeah that's something that i don't think i talked about much at all is the cinematography it's yeah excellent (laughs) yeah i i like a lot of it and it just there's so many many parts of this movie that like if they weren't handled a certain way, it would have been the most boring, forgettable, bland piece of shit movie, you mm-hmm. know? Because it is such a simple story that we've heard many times before, but they find a way to make it unique and compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and while it may not be perfect, like it's still definitely a movie that I would recommend people check out. Um, oh yeah i highly recommend this movie yeah and especially if, for... even if, if even if you don't i don't even think that everyone will like this movie I, it's definitely not for everybody but right. it's got enough in it for everybody <laughs> yeah i agree um yeah and that might just be where i have to leave it because it's i think we've said everything we can yeah so this was our um, transition from vampire movies, which we unintentionally did all yes. vampire movies for the first like two or three. <laughs> and this is our transition to zombie movies now. I don't know if we mentioned that in the last one, but we want to do three or four zombie movies now, which yep. 
what are we doing? <laughs> What's you know, first um, I, I'm not really sure yet. We uh, we've mentioned 28 days later. Mm-hmm. Um, we we have we've got to do that one. No way. But I don't know if I want to do it right away after no. this one. No, no, no. They're too similar. Um, so <laughs> we would just be doing I, the same movie. I think we should do something maybe a little more, um, like a little more off the wall. What uh, do you have in mind? See, I, I, I don't really know yet. Okay. Um, we can we can come up with it. Maybe. Maybe we do um, Return of the Living Dead. Let's see, is... live the blank of the Living Dead movies. I've seen okay. Dawn. <laughs> and you saw it. the remake of Dawn. No, I've seen the original too, the black okay. and white. I've I've seen both. Dawn, the original Dawn was not in black and white. Oh shit! Night maybe of the I'm thinking Dead. of Night of the Living Dead. Shit, yeah. Okay. So no, I haven't seen the original Dawn. <laughs> okay. So then, yeah. Um, the Return of the Living Dead movies are not in the same continuity. They, they are, are parody movies almost. <laughs> oh, okay. They're they're much more comedic. Um, I like that. They're. Uh, I, I like some goof in my horror movies. That's where the zombies the the brains no, that's, that's where, where it comes, comes from, from. Okay. yeah so um it's a really fun movie and it, i think they made like four sequels to it but okay. i'll be honest i never saw any of the other ones i just saw the first one we um, can, which was actually written by the same dude who wrote alien who wrote Fucking, alien yeah really yeah uh, Dan Dan O'Bannon. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I believe that's the name. Yeah. Alien movies would be fun to do. Not just they like would be the the alien movies, but just like alien movies in general. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, you know, I love the Alien franchise, so yeah, the Xenomorph yeah. franchise, I should say, just because it gets confusing. It does. <laughs> um, that's. Even the shitty ones, they're just, I can't get enough. (laughs) Yeah, Um, they're fun. So, yeah, those would be fun to talk about. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Return of the Living Dead, I think, would be fun, just as, like, a kind of different from what we've talked about so far. Okay. Type of movie. We'll start with Um, that, then. That will be our next one. All right. Unless something happens. <laughs> yeah, unless something happens or uh, we, we decide to change our mind because we, we are uh, fickle bitches. We actually recorded a Snyder's cut, Snyder cut of Justice League episode. We did. But decided not to use it because A, my audio was a little wonky and B, everybody's talking about it. And we had no new things to say really. So yeah, whatever. We, we liked it. More Go watch it. The original. It was yeah. thoroughly mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did improve on a lot, but yeah. Um, oh yeah, I'm. It made me excited for the future of DC, really. Yeah. Which I, I almost. The more I'm starting to see, the more I'm kind of like. I I feel like that might have been the whole point of them releasing the Snyder Cut was to get them get people pumped not even warner brothers not even warner brothers 
but like to get Zack Snyder, he wanted to pump people up. Mm-hmm. Like he he wanted because now they're you've heard about the uh, restore the Snyderverse yeah. thing going around. Right? <laughs> it's yeah. going going around big time. Yeah, yeah. So. Which fucking, it's just never going to end. At this I am, point. I am okay with that after watching Snyder Cut. I think he deserved one more chance. <laughs> Maybe, but after two relatively mediocre movies, yeah, like, one one really bad, one relatively mediocre. <laughs> yeah, like is that really the guy that you want to hand over the keys to? Like, I think he deserves one more chance. I think he learned what works now and what. Well, I, I mean, he knows that this movie worked, so he's. I suppose. I, I, he give him one more chance. Fine, sure. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's not my, it's not my money. Speaking of DC, though, real quick, the Batman trailer. Have you seen it? Um, I saw the teaser trailer. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen the, the official. That's, I think that's the only trailer. That's oh, is out. it? Okay. Yeah, it's All just right. the one. There's no new trailer or anything. No, I just okay. rewatched it for the first or for the second time and mm-hmm. uh it's it just looks so good i can't wait I, it does look pretty cool i i can agree um yeah i know i'm getting my hopes up and i shouldn't do that with dc but i don't care anymore i just don't care i want a good batman movie i want a good mm-hmm. superman movie i want a good flash movie yeah rip on rip on uh robert pattinson all you want i actually do think the dude can act the dude's a and... good actor he's just gets some bad shit because he was in some bad movies <laughs> the right Twilight like, movies <laughs> yeah and even he has gone on record saying that those movies are god-awful mm-hmm. and he needed the money like yeah and it got him in the spotlight course, right who wouldn't take that opportunity to launch your career like yeah, it launched his career he's yeah still popping i mean not as much as he was but yeah in, in well, the cult, cult now, communities he is he's kind of taken the daniel radcliffe uh approach where he's just like in whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> like the uh, showing oh, up yeah. in the lighthouse I'm, like what yeah. with willem dafoe okay but sure willem dafoe is willem. such a good actor willem and, dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> and i Thank i think I, I think i like him just because he he is a good actor but he just takes what he likes no he isn't going for an oscar or anything he just right. he just and wants to make a movie so he does it <laughs> he just shows up what's that you're gonna make me wear a wig today okay okay i can do that you gotta wear a power rangers outfit today okay i'll oh, have wait. fun i i can't show my monster cock okay <laughs> <laughs> okay okay <laughs> uh, all right anyways yeah this has been eggcast <laughs>